Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelines.com. Coming to you from the West Coast, Josh Lander. Still flying solo with these baseball videos, but feeling pretty good. Had a pretty nice day yesterday with the three picks that we gave out. Definitely want to make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. Coming back to you each and every weekday this regular season with these MLB picks for you guys. Also want you to head to thelines.com. You can check out all the great written content that we're throwing up on the site and use that odds finder tool we have up there. I tell you guys about that every show. A great tool to see all the odds available to you right there in front of you from all the sports books that are giving us these bets this season. Get the best juice on all those bets you guys are making. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run through a pretty decent uh, yesterday, 2-1, and one, up .22 units on the day. Only thing that screwed us was that Boston-Oakland game, don't look now, Oakland is not winning only a fourth of their games anymore. They're winning slightly more than that. So uh, they uh, took Boston down fully, actually won that game six to five, despite Justin Turner uh, coming out and just cranking a home run to start this thing off, give them a 2-0 lead, and they could not keep it. So uh, they did not win that game by one and a half runs, lost that bet. But Cincinnati first five money line felt great about that after we got a three-run jack off Stripling uh, that helped us get to the, the five there. And they ended up winning that game as well, but we just needed the first five. And then Baltimore and the Doyers over nine felt really good about that one, and it did go over nine there. Uh, 13 runs scored in that game for another .3 units. So on the season, Seven and five plus one point seven units, about one hundred and seventy bucks. If that is your unit total at a hundred dollars, but let's go ahead and run into this slate. Pretty fun slate. A lot of day games for the first time. I feel like all season maybe in the in baseball. Um, so I'm gonna go with an early one here and get this out to you. Hopefully you guys are able to see this in time. But I really like Zach Gallen on the D backs to go over two or over one and a half walks. Get the two walks at least versus this Bravo squad and. I know that Zach Gallon and Spencer Strider is going to be an awesome matchup, and maybe it's not as fun to fade one of them in a way uh, for, for this game as they are the top two candidates for the NL Cy Young. But it's a different Zach Gallon when he's on the road, uh, and this game is in, in Atlanta. So 9-0 and at home for Zach Gallon with a 1-4-8 ERA. Very good. Only nine walks in 10 starts when he's at Chase Field this season. Look at what he does on the road. 2-4. and four. 5-1-1 ERA, and then he's got 17 walks and 10 road starts. And you look at his last six, he's got at least two walks in four of those games. That includes three starts where he played against a Blue Jays team that is actually really good uh, at, at uh, not walking. Uh, or excuse me, bad at walking, I should say. They're good at not walking. Yeah, same thing, the double negative. Uh, and he still gave up three walks to that squad who, like I said, not very much plate discipline uh, from those big-time hitters, but he still managed to get there. And Atlanta, they're 12th in walks per game this season. I mean, they're good at everything, so you're going to assume that they walk as well. Uh, and then they're 7th in walk percentage versus right-handed pitching specifically. They do hit right-handed pitching super well. Uh, so I think this is a good opportunity to, to Zach Allen to, you know, even if he doesn't, uh, if, if he pitches decently and goes long enough, we're going to have ample opportunity to get the two walks uh, in a game that I think the Braves will really, they're trying to win this one, man, uh, that you can't lose another one to the D-backs like this, four in a row for the Bravos. So I'm, I'm sort of backing them to at least get on base uh, versus Zach Allen via the walk. Hopefully you guys get that one in time. Moving on to the Rays. They are taking on the Orioles in this one, and I am going to, sort of fade Tyler Glass now. Uh, I mean, look, his his K prop is at eight and a half. You would need to get nine to go over this. So I am going under on Tyler Glass now, eight and a half Ks, minus 122. That's 0.4 units on that one. I mean, 
look, I, I rode with him in the last time out against the uh, Royals, but that game got postponed on the Friday that I gave that pick out. Uh, he actually ended up getting seven the next day, which I didn't take the L because it was a postponement. Played the next day on Saturday. Got seven Ks, but didn't get over seven and a half like he needed to. So he's gone under eight and a half Ks actually in seven of his last nine starts. Um, he's actually finished with eight Ks a number of times, like three times this season. Um, and he last time he played against the Orioles, he, he got the seven Ks. Uh, that was back in June. I think you're going to be a little bit more cautious with Glass now down the stretch. Like he's got to be running up against uh, a bit of an innings limit after coming back from Tommy John this year like he has. So, I mean, he's completed six inning, uh, at least six innings in just three starts this season, which makes everything he's doing even more insane because he's got 12 strikeout totals at times. He's got 11, 9, 10. He's gotten that like four or five times. He's gone over this eight and a half uh, in, in a pretty short amount of time. But, I mean, I, I still think at this point in the season, there's a little bit shorter of a leash if you want to have him in the postseason uh, really healthy and fresh and you don't really want to have him on, a, on an innings limit at that point in the season, right? So you, you don't really necessarily need to run him out there for that much. I know that this is a pretty important game, actually, as it's going to be an interesting series with these two teams pretty much knotted up at the top of the AL East. Uh, but still, I think, once again, you've got to prioritize Glass now staying healthy, being available for the long run down the stretch of the postseason more so than this. So I just think 9Ks is too many to, to put up as an actual prop line for a strikeout, even for a good pitcher like Glass now. But like I said, when he's got a shorter leash, uh, you know he's going to have to go six innings with 9Ks it's a strikeout rate that he's capable of at times, but I'm going to go ahead and back the, uh, the Orioles to avoid that in this one uh, and go under eight and a half for Mr. Glass now. And then finish things off here by going for Toronto and San Diego once again. Uh, first five money line. I'm going with the, with the Padres in this one. Minus 122 on FanDuel and putting .3 units on it. Uh, Chris Bassett's pitching for Toronto. Do with that what you will. I'm a Mets fan, so I remember him as okay at times, but pretty underwhelming for what we needed. Um, he's really only had like a decent stretch of three or four starts in a row once this season. Uh, that was, I believe, back in May. He had a, a, an ERA that was actually about 3.9998. Um, so it was sub four. But, you know, that ERA on the season is is at 4.12 for a reason. It's gotten worse since then. Um, and his expected ERA is actually a bit worse. So the, the people are just seeing the ball against Bassett. It's always been his problem. If he's going to throw it out over the plate, they're seeing it. Um, and, and his exit velocity against him is pretty high. As a result, it's harder than it's been actually in the last three seasons. Uh, when you look back at his comparable numbers, uh, his hard hit rate is up about 6%. Uh, on the season from his career total. And then his his strikeout rate is also down, meaning, like I said, he's just not getting whiffs from guys. He's not getting swings and misses. And that's going to be a problem when you don't have necessarily the stuff to uh, to just jam it past people all the time at this point. He's going up against Blake Snell. And this looks like the Blake Snell of old who won the Cy Young Award not that long ago. Uh, he's been hot as of late, like even more so than he is just, he's having a good season. I want to be very clear, but uh, in incredibly good as of late uh, over the last like two months or so uh, he's down to having just an incredible uh, strikeout rate of 32 and a half percent, which is once again, pretty much where he was at when he won the Cy Young, he, he's got a not great, Expected ERA uh, at 3.84 uh, compared to his 2.7 ERA that he's got on the season. But first of all, it's better than Bassett's expected ERA that's up above four and a half. Um, and he's, it's also, you know, something where I, I look at the defense for the pods and it should be incredible. It should be really, really good, especially around the infield. Uh, but he's making guys miss enough that like not even really worried about the, the ball getting in play like that. When you look at the pods on offense, I, 
they're making a comeback, man. I mean, I'm still not ready to back them. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 97 times this season, shame on me. So I'm not going to be fooled by the pods again to just say, oh, this is the team they're back and expect them to, to make an actual run at these, these playoffs. Um, but over the course of the last uh, three weeks, they have a 141 uh, weighted runs created plus a tw- only a 12% walk rate. We know that they are excuse, a, a very good walk rate for the, for their hitters. We know that they walk uh, a lot at this point, usually tops in the league right now. 12% walk rate, only a 16% strikeout rate for their whole lineup. Uh, and they're hitting their OPS is at 888. Uh, so it's been good uh, when they're facing right-handed pitchers. Uh, these numbers have been absolutely incredible. So, you know, meanwhile, you look at the reverse splits and you've got the Blue Jays going up against a lefty Snell. Their lefty splits, just not quite as good. Just 106 uh, WRC plus. Their walk rate, not very good, below 9%. And they are striking out nearly 20, uh, 22% of the time against lefties. So I, I think in the first five, it's the way to attack this. You know, I still give the nod to the Padres in the bullpen. If you do you know, want to take the full game to- uh, uh, money line there for the Padres, I wouldn't begrudge you. Uh, but I just... I. I'm all about fading pitchers or, or betting on what I know. And what I know more each game is how I think a starting pitcher is going to perform against a specific team. So looking at the splits for Bassett and Snell against the, the, the righties and lefties, I've just it's a much better opportunity for Snell, who's also just a much better pitcher right now and in general. So feeling good about backing the pods. First five on the money line there. And that is all the time I have for you guys in this one. Make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. Coming back to finish off the week with you guys tomorrow on a nice Friday slate as well. So until we see you next, happy betting.